For Delaware State of the Arts, my name is Terrence Van, and I am joined today by two awesome folks here. I have Melissa Palercio and Jay uh, from the Center of Creative Arts in Yorkland, Delaware. Uh, we're going to be talking about some awesome things, some some programs, the wonderful things happening in the center. Um, would you like to introduce yourselves and kind of give a, a little intro backstory uh, on how we got here today? Uh, sure. So I'm Melissa Palercio. I'm the executive director and have been at the center since uh, June of 2019. My background actually is in the performing arts. So I have a BFA in acting and an MFA from Yale School of Drama and Theater Management. Um, and I actually just recently finished my MS in community and trauma counseling with an art therapy concentration. So lots of education. Uh, and education is actually what drew me back to the Center for the Creative Arts. Uh, I'd been running professional live theaters for quite some time, and I just missed that educational component. And so I was uh, looking for a new job, and this one came up, and I'm so grateful to have been here since June of 2019. Wow, that is awesome. I'm Jay. I am the program director here. I have um, my Bachelor's of Fine Arts in Studio Art from Westchester University of Pennsylvania. Um, I love education so much, so I went and got more at <laughs> PAFA, um, Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Art. Uh, I got my MFA, and then I started um, volunteering here and fell in love with this place, and a position opened up and started here about April 2019, just uh, about a month or two before Melissa, and then... Um, we started working together and it was it was pretty awesome there. That sounds awesome. And and let me say for, for our listeners, they can't see, but great glasses, great glasses, I must say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving the frames. I'm loving the frames. Um but but thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome to hear. And um, you know, this center, it feels there's a great energy. I can already feel some great energy coming from the center. Um, and there's a lot of classes and programs and all different kinds of things happening. Um, you know, just to, you know, dive in, if we could do kind of a review of some of the programs that happened maybe last season and kind of get into where we're going and, and what's currently happening. Absolutely. So the Center for the Creative Arts is over 40 years old. So we've been in Yorkland, actually in an old school building. We're in the old Yorkland school. So it was an elementary school. So there's a history of education and gathering in this building before we even uh, took it over. But so every year we have four semesters of classes and workshops for uh, what I like to call kids of all ages. So we have music, art, dance, and drama. And that goes uh, from young people all the way up through adults year round in our four semesters. We have an intensely popular and joyful and creative summer camp program that runs uh, between 10 and 11 weeks. We actually expanded this year. We're 11 weeks this year. And we invite young people ages 5 to 14 to come on down and uh, learn about the arts and make friends and have a great time with us through the summertime. In addition to those kind of core programs of our educational piece, we have many events throughout the year. So in September, we typically do a music festival that's called Hot Jam. And we also have several art galleries opening during the year. 
as well as our um, annual artisan show and our outdoor market. So we are a very busy year-round uh, community arts center that provides a lot of different opportunities for artists, starting all the way at amateurs uh, through professionals. Incredible. Incredible. It sounds just so engaging and, and I feel the creativity and I'm sure a lot of artists of all kinds have benefited um, from music and all different mm -hmm. sorts of disciplines. Um, so that's fabulous. And, and some of the live shows and, and the programs, I'm sure this, there's a lot of local artists that participate and um, have, you know, displayed their work or gotten their music out there. Um, how has that been for the community? So um, it's the best for us when we're able to connect local artists, whether they be musicians, visual artists, dancers, with our community. And so our outdoor our outdoor market allows their and our artisan show allows artists to sell their goods. Our open mic night is actually a free event that we host every third Thursday, which allows musicians, poets, jugglers, anybody who'd like to perform can come out for free and perform for a crowd who enjoy. It's a, it's a completely free event. All ages. All ages. Yeah. We had the Hocassin School of Rock actually come in, I guess not last, not this month, but last month. And they rocked it. And we had a ton of new families in the center. And we do a lot of work to try and invite our community to our campus, but we also are really active out in the community. So we are frequently at a lot of the Newcastle County outdoor fairs like Sleep Under the Stars or the Ice Cream Festival. We are in schools currently. So we have school residencies at a few different schools um, in Wilmington and in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. So we do what we can to really get out in the community. So not just welcome people to our campus, but to take art to people out in the community. And that's awesome to hear. It sounds like you know, it it can happen outside of just one space, you know, uh, and that's that's great to hear that there's all, all these different things happening. Um, and for some of the programs, uh, what are some of the programs that you offer? Are there some that are, you know, do you have a, a, a popular program that, that folks, you know, re really love? You know, how how, how has it been with, with the different programs? Because I'm sure they're all very different and do you I'm sure you get different participants. We do. Yeah, there's some crossover between programs. Um, we have a very popular ceramics department here in our visual arts um, section. Summer camp, like I said, is hugely popular, um, especially with the families of school age children. Open mic night has been growing in its popularity, not just with the musicians who want to perform, but with our audiences. We've seen those grow over the last few months. That was one of our last programs that kind of came back in person after the pandemic. Mm. And so we've only really been running that since I think October. Um, and uh, we have an Irish dance program here as well. They're in residency with us. And so, yeah, it just depends. It like really depends on um, what you're interested in, but we have a little something for everyone. It sounds like it. I, I would actually, I would love to take an Irish dancing class. You know, I'm sure it's <laughs> great, great core work. Uh, yep. you know, Good cardio. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting to hear. And now Yorkland is a is an interesting area um itself. It, it I'm sure it has a lot of history that goes back and and you said the center has been there for 40 years. So I'm sure there's a lot of history within the center itself. Are are you from the Yorkland area? Uh, you know, kind of describe the community. Sure. Um, I'm actually not from this area, but I've adopted it as home. It's just so beautiful. Um, we are so lucky in Yorkland that there's a state park, like a stone's throw away from the center. We have another uh, nonprofit uh, up the road from us. It's a Marshall Steam Car Museum and the Friends at Auburn Heights. Mm -hmm. And so there's like that little bit of history. Tom Marshall and had a huge collection of steam cars and they have a museum up there. It's super cool. Um, and this area is actually undergoing a bit of a renaissance right now. There's a lot of development in the works to bring some more residential uh, people to the area. And we're just really excited about the possibilities for Yorkland right now because we have this incredible state park um awesome nonprofits in the area and all this residential going on so we're really excited about the way that Yorkland's been growing it is absolutely beautiful uh Yorkland you know it's very lush I love I'm a nature guy myself so um, you know, I love hiking and stuff like that. So, you know, Yorkland is, is very beautiful. And that's awesome to hear, though, that it is going towards, um, you know, growing. And um, it sounds like a creative, you know, transformation, um, which here we're at the center. We're at the center of the, you know, creative arts. So that that's uh, fabulous to hear. I want to take a minute to remind our listeners that you are tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Okay. Um, so you were uh kind of going over that you started an arts therapy um practice and how how does that work and what does it entail? Um, could you kind of share a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So um, art therapy is um, therapeutic art making. And so sometimes that's just the process of making art can be therapeutic. And sometimes there are specific interventions that we can do to target certain mental health conditions, whether that be anxiety, stress, um, depression, uh, self-esteem. So there's a lot of different avenues. Social emotional learning is a big one for young people. So helping them figure out through the art making process, how they can be great friends or learn how to be in relation with other kids, uh, learn to regulate their own emotions or learn about emotional uh, vocabulary. We can do that with art. Mm, and, and have, have you seen like a, a, a result or are you tracking certain progress when it comes to using uh, this as a tool? Or is it, you know, more of a kind of a expressive exercise for folks? You know, how, how deep does it go as far as, um, you know, kind of just like on the background? Is it is it scientific? Or is it strictly from like a creative um, standpoint? It is a science and also an art. So we have ways to measure progress, especially with um, things like depression and anxieties or certain assessments that are available that we're able to do before we start maybe a group or an individual session. And then we're able to track that progress over time. 
Um, and some of that progress we track through those qualitative methods. So, you know, the survey is to figure out kind of where were our symptoms before and where are they after we've participated. And some of it is, um, sorry, that's quantitative. And then some of it is qualitative, right? So some of it is just feedback. It's like, so how does the client report they're feeling now? Are they feel saying they're feeling lighter? Are they able to be in social situations with less distress, maybe if you were working on social anxiety? So um, you know, there, it, it is a science. My degree is actually a master's of science. So, mm. uh, my counseling degree, the, um, so it, it is, we like to use evidence-based methods, uh, and that exists for art therapy. But the thing about the arts is that there really truly are sometimes, you know, benefits that are harder to, to quantify. And that's, where processing, verbal processing of artworks that we make together comes in handy. Wow. Wow. And, and, and that's awesome because I know that, you know, a wide range of folks, you know, age wise from all around, you know, can benefit from this because creativity is a universal language. Um, and, and, you know, just to kind of, kind of dive in just a little bit more, but, um, now, is this starting with kids or is there is there an age range that you are looking to target or is this, you know, can seniors join in on this? Is this something that, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure it's it's kind of like early on, it seems. But is this something that is for all ages? Yes. So we have not launched any of these programs yet. We do plan to launch some in the fall. And um, we are, there's a kind of a long-term plan to potentially provide individual services to people of all ages. So for instance, I'm, I'm an art therapist and I have clients as young as five years old, but my oldest client is 65. So, and I've done a, a wide range of work and it's really individualized to that person. So what they need, we work on, we make goals together and then we work on what they need for their emotional health through art. Wow. Wow. You know, that that is uh seems like the world needs more of that right now. And, um, you know, I know that I know that goes a long way uh, with folks just to be able to sit with you and creative. You know, it, it's a it's a way to work through a lot of things, um, you know, so that's that's really awesome. Well, are, are you yourself? Are you a visual artist or, or do you take any of these classes or would would you take any of the classes at the center? Yes, yes, actually. Being at the center is what kind of reawakened all of my visual artist desires, I guess. I just, I started since I was here, like I would sit in on classes or I would be, you know, having to make an example to work with kids. And I just noticed that I really missed it. I missed, um, part of the reason why I love theater arts one is because we make art together. So we collaborate and we're together when we make our art. Um, but I also love theater because it's really somatic, right? You have to use your whole body, your voice, everything. And so I forgot how much I enjoy certain visual art making process because you have to, you, you know, you use your body to be able to do that. And so I've actually, since I started working here, I've kind of gotten back into my visual arts um, passion. I did not, my mother actually reminded me the other day, she's like, oh, you used to draw all the time and you're always making stuff. And so, um, yeah, no, but so I, I do paper collage is one of my main media that I use. Um, I've been kind of dabbling in mosaics and some other, um, 
some other like paper-based projects and things like that. But yeah, I know it's wonderful to be the person who gets to come to work here every day because I can hop into a class. Um, my next, my next goal is to get into a ceramics class with our, uh, uh, one of our instructors. That's my goal. Cause I want to know more about that. Um, a lot of therapeutic benefits of being able to do pottery. Um, and so I'm really excited to learn more about that. Yeah. Gosh, I, I, um, I might have to join on that. You know, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm potting, I'm repotting like four plants right now. And it's, man, it's the best, but it's, it's so tough. Um, and I would love to have my own pots, you know, it's just like, Hey, that's, that's an awesome thing. So that's so cool that you get to really, you know, get a wide range of, of, uh, you know, different arts, um, you know, backgrounds to, to have some fun with and play with. So lucky you, that's not, that sounds like a lot of fun, like a yep. lot of fun. Before we uh, bring it on home and close out, is there anything, um, you know, you would like to share about in the future, you know, coming up, uh, you know, for the rest of 2023, 2024? Um, yeah. Yeah, please yep. share. We have an incredible program that we are so very excited about. It's going to be a pretty big program for us with different pieces, but we've started an initiative called Arts for All here at the Center for the Creative Arts. So our mission is to inspire, transform, and enrich the lives of people of all ages and abilities through the arts. And that's something that through the years, um, the center has done more or less of. And Jay and I are really excited to announce that we're going to be doing um, programs specifically for the deaf and hard of hearing communities. Um, so we plan on offering classes in American Sign Language with deaf teaching artists. We plan on potentially starting art therapy groups here now with my education. So we're going to be putting a bunch of different types of art therapy out into the space, into the community. Um, we have some connections with a local veterans group. So we're looking to start to work with military veterans who've been affected by their time in active duty. And so we're just so excited about our opportunity to truly start to create programs that are serving as many people as possible in and around our community and as many people who are neurodiverse, who are, you know, have physical disabilities, uh, you know, you name it, we're excited to make sure that everyone is provided with an opportunity to create because we believe it is paramount to people's mental health, physical health, overall well-being. We believe the arts are that important and we want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to experience them. Oh, that is fabulous. I mean, that is, that is uh, I mean, it's amazing to hear um, as much access to creativity, the world, that's what we need in the world, Um, you know, in my opinion. And that is just, uh, that's remarkable to hear that there are things speaking to um, groups that maybe don't get to have some uh, as much focus in the creative arts. Uh, so that's really inspirational to hear. And I'm so excited. I have to stop by. I have to get in there. I have to get in a class. Yes. So I need yeah. to, uh, I need to brush up on, on, uh, you know, some things. So it would be great to, uh, or even try something different. Um, so it's, it's wonderful that there are a wide range of programs and fun activities, you know, at the center of the creative arts. And, um, I'm absolutely so grateful for your time today. Uh, you know, this has been great. And, uh, you know, I think the listeners are going to learn a lot. Hopefully we, we get even more folks, 
you know, banging the doors down, uh, trying to get into a program and, and into a live show. Uh, so Melissa and Jay, thank you. And, I, I, you know, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, if people want to learn more about us, our website is ccarts.org. Um, we are inter- just so grateful to have the opportunity to speak with you today. Thank you so much. Delaware State of the Arts is a weekly podcast that presents interviews with arts organizations and leaders who contribute to the cultural vibrancy of communities throughout Delaware. Delaware State of the Arts is provided as a service of the Delaware Division of the Arts in partnership with News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. The Delaware Division of the Arts, a branch of the Delaware Department of State, is committed to supporting the arts and cultivating creativity to enhance the quality of life in Delaware. Together with its advisory body, the Delaware State Arts Council, the division administers grants and programs that support arts programming, educate the public, increase awareness of the arts, and integrate the arts into all facets of Delaware life. To find out more about the division, visit arts.delaware.gov.